Welcome back, everybody, to Blues Clues Total Rewatch, where we're rewatching the entirety of the Blues Clues kids show. We are no longer rewatching Star Wars. We're starting to rewatch Blues Clues. <laughs> we thought, what's better than Star Wars? Right. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> That's not the truth. It's a lie, folks. In this episode of Blues Clues, the droids are uh, in trouble again. <laughs> trouble again. haven't figured it out by now folks you're listening to star wars total rewatch where we totally rewatch star wars and you can too you can join us and we are knee deep in droids by now yeah knee deep in the the filth of the droids cartoon it is disgusting (laughs) well uh, that's an interesting reaction you mean you mean waiting around in droids that was a metaphor not that bad well you know what I liked the first few pretty well. Um, this one, I am not so sure about. Oh, what? Just because we're not invested in the characters yet. We haven't seen them. You know? Okay. So, anyway, we didn't even really introduce the episode. Yeah. This is called The Lost Prince. Episode 5. Yeah, from October... Um, 5th, 1985. October 5th. There you go. Uh, any thoughts? Oh, well, what happened in the last, at the end of the last episode, R2 and C-3PO just shot themselves off in an escape pod and left the former crew. So I don't think we're ever going to see them again. I think that's no. it for those other side characters. Yeah, I think it's, it's just possible. New... But in a show like this, I just, I'd be very surprised. So this is like a whole new story arc that we're starting. No more Trigon. <laughs> That's all done. No more Thal Jobin. What's the name of that bomb or something that's going to go off at the end? Oh, they were mining something. They were mining Nergon 14. Nergon. I was like, that's. it sounds familiar <laughs> to the old weapon in the other one, but it was different. Okay. <laughs> Nergon 14. The Nergon Unleashed. It's all part of the periodic table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Those, uh, no, those, those extra elements we haven't discovered <laughs> right. yet. The expanded Star Wars. The biggest thing to uh, take away is that C-3PO and R2-D2 have no true master at this point. They're kind of jumping around to different people. Right. Yep. Right. So to give a little plot summary for this episode, um, I guess R2-D2 and C-3PO end up on some mining world, and they're trying to find a new master. So they go around, they try a job at a cantina, and of course they fail spectacularly and get kicked out. (laughs) Um, they then go on to the auction block where they try to auction themselves off, I guess, and they get grouped together with this crappy-looking android, as it's called, and they almost get sold to a bad guy, but then our hero trades his nice droid for R2-D2 and C-3PO and takes them back to his own little mining venture with his crazy uncle. And it's discovered that the android is not actually an android, it is an alien in disguise, and the alien saves the uncle from a cave-in, and then they need to bring the uncle to get medical attention. Uh, but when they go back to town, the bad guy spots them, and then everybody gets captured, and they escape. And the, did you say the android was a, the lost prince? Oh yeah, that's right. So the title is like something that you find out at the very end of the episode. 
Man, a lot happened in this 25 minutes. There's a lot. I thought this one was taking things deeper into cartoon territory. It felt even sillier than the others. Yeah. Yeah, so so they totally epic fail at this diner job. <laughs> but then uh, then they decide... That's what I was talking about, it being such a cartoon. Everybody's <laughs> tripping over things oh, yeah. all through the episode. They're flying across the <laughs> room. There's a couple fight that, scenes that are just a that bunch guy's of tripping. Making... <laughs> yep. Yeah, it, like the earlier ones, at least they kind of had something planned out. This felt like uh, the, the fights were just people like flopping over and making weird noises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So are they on an Old West planet? That's what it seems like. Apparently, and I had no idea, the only way I found this out was by looking up the, the wiki article for this episode. They're on um, the planet of Tynes Horky. <laughs> I see that, yeah. And there's like prospectors, and uh, Uncle Gundy is like basically Yosemite Sam. Yeah! <laughs> I was like, this guy definitely is somewhat like another character I know, but I couldn't put it together. He's, he jumps on his hat when he gets yeah. mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally him. Yeah, basically. I felt like they kind of wanted to do the Old West thing, but like they didn't, I don't know. It's like they only went halfway with it. Yeah, it kind of feels like just a nothing planet. It's just a backdrop for the story. They do do a lot of mining here, though. That's like their one thing. Oh, there's a whole lot of things that I noticed that were like, oh, wow, that's kind of like they did in the prequels. Yep. It continues with the prequel inspiration. Everything in the prequel movies was taken from the Troids cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah. They go to that old diner and there's the multi-armed. Yeah. Dex. Dex's diner. Yeah. Right? It looks like Dex. Dex? But, I, didn't, I didn't put that together, but hmm. Yeah. Did they think of anything original in the... <laughs> prequels no they just realized nobody had watched these and they said hey we can just <laughs> yeah. do it all over yeah, again exactly they were playing up <laughs> the nostalgia and for people yeah. that have seen them they'll just be re-watching the droid cartoon it's like you know it's one of those in jokes or a reference where people can look at it and be like oh that's right just like the cartoon i think they just had ideas that they liked and so they uh, went yeah. back to them when but, they had the chance for a big budget movie. yeah but it's like too many things it's like, could you not come up with anything new? <laughs> well, what else was there? The the, um, the one-wheeled bike was yeah. the same, like Grievous uses in episode three. Oh, yeah. On the one hand, it's kind of cool, I think, to use some of the same stuff. I feel like some of the new movies, they're like, in these canteen scenes, like, they have to create, that's how many new aliens we can create. It's like, you know, you can see the same ones once in a while. Yeah. They did that in The Force Awakens. Yeah, it was just all these new weird ones that I'm just like... And they were, yeah, none sure. of them we had seen before. Like, you don't want to overuse the, the aliens, but it, it it makes sense to see them yeah. more you than You know, at once. least show a couple that we're familiar with or that maybe you've seen, even if it wasn't for very long, you know, I don't Stay know. true to the universe you've established. Well, they showed off the... Uh... The musical gang from Jabba's, you know, Max yeah. Rebo was there playing. Max Rebo that was here. Great. <laughs> it's on his galactic tour. That's right. Promoting the new album. Yeah. <laughs> this is like some kind of a experimental jazz they're doing here. She's just going. Gross. Ah, that's a beautiful rendition. I don't even want to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen to, listen to it. <laughs> 
That's pretty bad. <laughs> it's not as good as their song in Return of the Jedi. You know, they're trying like uh, they're taking the music in a different direction. <laughs> at the beginning, three PO like they're looking for a new job at this diner, and three PO says, "Well, according to the agency, this is the place." Yeah, so t- they they turned to like a <laughs> oh, yeah oh. droid employment agency. <laughs> <laughs> that must be a thing. They also mention IG-88 in this as well. Right. Oh, yeah? So it's it's the prince's friend here comes up to this gang boss because he wants him to find the prince. The prince is missing. Right. He's a lost prince. So he's like hiring this guy to find him. But he knows that IG-88, the notorious bounty hunter, is also looking for the prince. And he is, sir, not appearing in this episode. Sadly. But he will in the next one. Oh, don't spoil things. Yeah? And it's super good. Well, now I'm definitely (laughs) going to have to watch it. I'm super. Yep, same. (laughs) (laughs) This this episode is all just like set up. Also, their currency for this is Keshels, not credits. Yeah. Oh. They get fired from the diner and they auction themselves off. Which is very... Yeah, this whole scene was like... Like, there's already the droid discrimination I thing. Know. This feels <laughs> like a slave market. It's kind of... This uh, felt so wrong. Kind of uncomfortable. Seriously. Yeah. He's like, oh, only uh, 500. No, he's like, I'm worth like 5,000. It's like, this is kind of uncomfortable. Uh, I feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, epi- the episode's not making any kind of a commentary on it, but it feels like someone... I don't know. That idea is there. <laughs> yep, the idea is totally here. <laughs> so they're going to get auctioned off to this guy that they uh, they ran into at the diner. And, like, he's mad at them. But then Jan. Our hero. Yeah, the hero, who's basically just another faceless <laughs> character. Yeah, he doesn't feel like he has that much of a personality compared <laughs> no. to, like, the other two guys, at least. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. He trades like his super fancy mining droid for uh, C3PO and RTD2, and then this random android that got grouped in together. He could see they weren't going to be treated well with the other guy, so he wants to like help him out. What is the difference between a droid and an android? One of them you put in your pocket and it falls with. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I googled droid versus android. Says a droid is a robot, sometimes made with some physical resemblance to humans, while androids are robots that are always designed to look like humans. Hmm. There you go. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> the more you know. The only. Difference. I don't remember Star Wars ever having androids. I know. It feels like Star Trek does those. Right, and this android doesn't look anything like a human. And he's not even an android. He's the Lost Prince. In disguise or something. It kind of did confuse me. Like, why did they think he was an android anyway? I guess he just has like uh, a mask on. <laughs> like he doesn't move like a robot or anything. He's like stumbling around because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's doesn't, he lost his memory. I guess. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't explain it. Whatever. Um, and they go, and Jan takes him to his. Uh, Yosemite Sam. Yeah, he goes back to the uncle. And the uncle's all mad because he traded off his mining droid for these guys. (laughs) 
Which just reminded me of like Jack and the Beanstalk type of thing. Oh. <laughs> if you bury these droids in the backyard, they will grow into a giant metal beanstalk. <laughs> and we find out that it's not an android at all. It's Prince. And he's like the guy from Avatar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Navi. And he's mute also, apparently. Well, he lost his memory. So he doesn't, I don't think he knows how to talk. Mm. Or no, he. He well, no, talk. he has yeah. his own. He has. He speaks a different language. Yeah, but yeah, he saves the guy's uncle, and I like this. I thought this was pretty good. If you guys caught it, he calls him Kezaban. Yeah, yeah, Keziban. So that's what they start calling him. But three PO says it's a bocce word. Oh yeah, which means like he who comes back. He that returns from death. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. if you guys know. It's a second language to me. Is that a game where you throw the balls on the lawn? <laughs> yeah. Do we know what bocce is? Yeah, yeah. I know 3PO speaks it, but like, is that a race? No, is no, it, no. What is so I, I mean, I've looked at this before because I thought it was, I, I sometimes peruse Wikipedia just for fun. I know. Well, that you know, we do the rest of us. We all do a Star Wars podcast for fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I hear you. Oh my but goodness, this is an actual language. It's, it's well, it's a it's a trade language. So it's it's like a very basic way to communicate with people who speak different languages. Oh. So most of the words just mean very basic things like coordinates, trading terms, cargo. Mm. Yeah. Matt. Blast off, arrival, emergency, fighter, first class, you know, just to name a few. And they're all on Wikipedia as well, so you can actually get up to speed on your bot. Yes. It can be like a second language to you too, with uh, the patented Mochi <laughs> language learning guide. Sponsored by Rosetta, Rosetta Stone. Stone. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um. Oh, random bar fight. Oh, there's this girl who's in the diner, and it feels like she's gonna become a character, but then doesn't. I don't know if maybe she's in the other one. So they get into this bar fight, uh, and then uh, she stuns the guy that they're fighting. The miniature stunner. Yeah, and then they walk out the door and are captured immediately. Is she in the next one? She is. And she really rubs okay. it in their face how she saved them. <laughs> I'm like, she did absolutely nothing. And they still got caught. It's terrible. She postponed their capture. Just, they by just a walk few out seconds. the front door and get caught. Like they didn't even <laughs> didn't save them at all. Oh. So dumb. <laughs> I love a good bar fight scene. Who doesn't? This wasn't a great no, one, this was, but as far as bar fight scenes like, go, this is one of the worst. Well, yeah, but like when you know when they're throwing tables and stuff. Around. Yeah, but it's all just like a bunch of tripping and falling. It's like yeah, this wasn't <laughs> all these. This, this could have been good, but it, yeah. it wasn't. Um, oh, we also find out that the boss like double crossed the uh, the friend of the prince who was trying to save him because um, he actually kidnapped the prince and is like. Now he's like holding him ransom. So now they're all trapped. Mm-hmm. They're all in a in a prison cell at 
the bosses, his underground mining facility. Yeah, mining Trigon or whatever. <laughs> Nurgon. 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 14. Qui-Gon. <laughs> oh, yeah. 3PO, like, cuts his leg off to escape. Oh my- or just pulls it off. Whatever. What's that movie? 48 hours? <laughs> That's not what it is. 147, 147 hours? hours? Is that the one where he's trapped in the <laughs> rock in the mountain or something? Yeah. This is getting pretty gruesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So they defeat the security droids by bumbling and tripping along the way. And just getting knocked down. Oh, and um, the prince uses his scepter. What does it do? I forgot. It like stuns the droid. Some kind of magic thing. Well, it feels more electrical than magical. Magic doesn't feel like it fits in Star Wars. Hopefully we'll be able to see more of it in the coming episodes. Yeah, we definitely need more explanation. Um, But yeah, yeah, they're able to escape, and then they're running around in the mine. They hop on top like a bulldozer, and there's like... uh, this door is closing, and they're like, hurry, we gotta get through the door! Oh no, the door's closing! And then they just plow right through the door. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it doesn't just... matter if it was open no. or shut. Ooh, there's the uh, Nergon. Yeah, the Nergon. So, it's reaching critical levels, apparently. It's just, like, glowing. <laughs> yeah, R2 <laughs> keeps saying that, uh, it's, that they better get out of there, because it's gonna blow up. Yeah, and it does. It totally <laughs> Blow does, you yeah. up. Kaboom. But um, the bad guy almost double-crosses his partner. Is he holding a fork? Yeah, Chain it's fork. like a stun stick. Yeah, like Boba Fett used mm. in the cartoon. Oh yeah, he did use that fork in the holiday special cartoon. Boba Fett did? Yep. Oh, there is some consistency. Yeah, he was trying to like leave his henchman behind. Then Repio yeah. just like knocks the fork out of his hand and it's like oh i guess that situation got reversed like that's the thing they keep setting things up to be a threat and it doesn't there's like it has no effect (laughs) no there's the payoff on all these is these situations is always very (laughs) anticlimactic yeah so they they get away they uh the prince is reunited and gets like a robe yeah and looks real fancy now (laughs) (laughs) whoa Wait, that's not him on the and, with uh, the hair. Yeah, it is. Are you that's kidding what he me? Looks like now. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> he has like a crazy kingly hairdo. <laughs> the hair comes with the robe, <laughs> right? Also, apparently, it's discovered that um, the cave-in opened up a vein of the Nergon fourteen. So right. now that they're rich, yeah, going, yeah <laughs> that oh. felt a little bit like. Un- unfulfilling happy ending. Why not? Just throw it in there. Yeah. It's like, hooray. And, uh, and it ends with like everybody hopping around on one foot because they got what stepped on. Oh, it ends with, uh, right? with Art. Oh, that's R2 <laughs> runs over the guy's hat a whole bunch. <laughs> mad at him. Because R2 is a jerk. He is. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy kicks R2 and is hopping around on his foot. Whatever. Anyway. And it and it uh, ends with like the Looney Tunes circle. <laughs> That's all, folks. The the screen circles in to the center point. The end. Yep. And thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> that's, that's also all, the, folks. Yep, that's the end of our episode. Join us next time as we get to watch episode six, the new king. We should just end with that's all, folks. There, that'll be the outro. Okay. <laughs>